This is Coffee at KYUK, conversation between friends and neighbors. Come in and have a cup. Good morning. Today in the studio hosting, we have KYUK's Mary-Kate Dolan. This is Coffee at KYUK, and joined in the studio, we have ABCP. AVCP's MMIP Working Group members, Melanie Fredericks, Serena Soulsby, and Correlate Wait. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Um, thank you so much for joining us here today. To start off, why don't we have everyone just go around um, and introduce themselves and say a little bit about what it is that you do with the MMIP Working Group. Yeah, good morning. My name is Melanie Fredericks. I'm the Family Services Division Director at AVCP, and um, I am just a member, <laughs> member of the working group. Um, it's been, it was launched in 2020 um, in response to the MMIW crisis uh, throughout Canada and the United States. So we have a lot of um, different staff that participate in the working group. Good morning. Uh, my name is Serena Soulsby. Um, I work at the Tribal Travel Fair Department as the program manager. I joined the working group about three years ago, so this is my third year. In. And good morning. My name is Wait. I am the Director of Government Relations at ABCP. Um, I was one of the original members to the working group as well, along with Melanie. Um, this was back in 2020, um, and... You know, just really excited to support this great work. Yeah, thank you. Um, so you said that the MMIP Working Group was founded in 2020, correct? Mm -hmm. What were some of the factors that led to the decision to create a specific um, group to address this crisis in our region? Mm -hmm. So, uh, like I said, um, it was launched in response to the crisis that... Um, is happening currently happening throughout um canada was very very vocal and very um strong in 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 coming out and and talking about um murdered and missing indigenous women and so that kind of caught on through the united states and especially with tribes and tribal organizations you know we um really at the time decided it was important to um to be at least having the discussions within our organization, and so that's when that's when the working group formed in 2020. Our our approach to MMIP at AVCP um, is is a holistic approach. Um, we have three main focus areas: so prevention, advocacy, and collaboration. Um, because we are all doing this work in addition to our day jobs, um, it can be it can feel very limited so when we um got together and you know started talking about what we could do we really um realized that a lot of the work that we're already doing um is can make an impact and it's huge so prevention um and intervention services throughout the organization are are, are really key to saying these are ways we can you know prevent tragic um, incidents from happening, um, help promote healthy lifestyles, uh, help support parents, help support um, communities to keep children safe and um, keep each other safe. 
Um, so since 2020, uh, we've we've done a lot, you know, despite being kind of a smaller group and having a limited amount of resources and funding. Um, we in 2022 we launched the um, or we the service delivery guide MMIP service delivery guide was was finished and that's available on um, our website um, the service delivery delivery guide it highlights all the programs and services throughout AVCP it's a really great um, it has a really great list of uh, resources that are um, here in Bethel in the region statewide and um, throughout the nation I, I don't know that I've seen um, such a res- resource list anywhere else, so it's it's really great. The other piece that's really great about the service delivery guide is it um, reminds us that, you know, our cultural values really are our foundation, and um, they help guide us every day in the decisions we make and, and the way that we're um, having relationships with each other. So there are, are a lot of, uh, you know, reminders throughout the guide about um, our EPIC values. Um We've hosted two awareness walks. Uh, Serena will talk about that coming up, and we've done a lot of um, different events throughout the National Week of Action, which is usually the first week of May, um, leading up to May 5, which is the National um, Awareness Day for Missing and Murdered Indigenous People. Um, Last year, we launched a website specifically for MMIP in the ABCP region, and that's uh, www.mmip-yk.org. This was a huge accomplishment. Um, it's still a work in progress. You can go on there and access different um, reports, news articles. Um, you can access the report that came out from the Not Invisible Act Commission last November. There's a lot of great findings. I mean, there's findings and great recommendations that they've made. Um, we've also done things like just help prepare testimony for when the Not Invisible Act Commission came out. They came out and did a field hearing here in Bethel, and then they traveled out to Imang, um, and that's huge. that was a huge thing um, for us. Um, so those are just some examples of, of the work that, that we're doing, that we've been, been doing um, yeah. throughout the past three years, going on four years now. Yeah, I was taking a look at that website you mentioned, mmip-yk.org, mm-hmm. um, and it, it definitely has a lot of really wonderful resources and very in-depth information, so it was very helpful um, to look through and understand kind of what is happening in our region to address this crisis. Um, and you mentioned the importance of having a holistic approach and incorporating traditional values into the work. What does that look like in practice? Well, you know, throughout our um, programs at AVCP, and I'll mention one specific program, um, the Healthy Families Program. Um, It's a a program that was uh, developed by Yupik elders from our region and Yupik professionals, and it brings people together to really talk about um, who we are as Yupik uh, and Yupik people and our, our values, the reasons and, and the ways in which our ancestors and our elders raised us and, you know, those, all of those things are, found, like I said, foundations for, you know, who we are and how we choose to live every day and, and, um, and relate with each other. So that has always been, prevention has always been like, in our culture, everything is about prevention. 
And so that is why that's really highlighted in the work that we do in, in the guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I saw somewhere written um, in the guide, I believe, that you are defining prevention as anything that is like allowing a child to grow up into a healthy adult or allowing adults to heal. Um, and I really, I really like that approach. I feel that centering that healing and especially in conjunction with um, centering traditional values and understanding the whole process, the whole person um, is really important. It is important because when we talk about um, the whole life cycle and in healthy families, when people attend the sessions, um, they start from, you know, the time in utero to the time that they leave the house when they're married um, and what life looks like um, throughout that whole process. Also addressing historical trauma and things like that to get the conversations going about some of the things that we as individuals might experience or you know, someone we know know might experience, um, and how to have those really hard and healthy conversations to address these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and in your work, you are working with people both on a regional level, a community-wide level, and on an individual level. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So collaboration, uh, collaboration, and advocacy are definitely. Uh, huge in this work. There are a lot of other groups that are working to address MMIP. And I do want to say, you know, we have Corlette on the phone, and I was hoping that she could talk a little bit about public safety in our region because um, for the past 10 years, our region has identified public safety as a number one issue. Mm-hmm. And um, at ABCP, we've been working so hard to advocate for funding and advocate for public safety in our villages. And that's a huge, it's a huge part of addressing. MMIP. Definitely. Um, a number of years ago, as uh, Melanie mentioned, um, AVCP got directed from uh, member tribes in order to make public safety one of the top priorities. Um, we know that in certain areas, law enforcement may not even be present or consistently present the way that, you know, it's needed and certainly um, not in an equitable manner. So not necessarily like how it is in the lower 48. And so there has been a significant push for advocacy around this area. What that means really for AVCP is AVCP has um, pushed itself into certain spaces, you know, spaces like this where we can talk about the issue, uh, working with government entities, working with other tribal organizations, um, and just working with other individual or other organizations, whether it's around the region, in the state of Alaska, um, nationally or internationally, Uh, Just to kind of talk about the issue, I know it was mentioned earlier, for example, the Not Invisible Acts Commission. Uh, Our CEO was appointed to that commission, and that commission found, you know, quite a few recommendations and findings as it relates to, like, minimizing victimization and increasing response times, increasing resources, you know, talking about funding and some of the really, really important things that are helpful and necessary, really, to kind of minimize victimization and help with this public safety crisis. And so at AVCP, we've done a lot of work and we've put a lot of energy into supporting and kind of making making known what the issues really are around um, missing and murdered Indigenous people and around the public safety issues that are going on. And, I mean, I'm really grateful. I'm honored to be a part of this working group, and I'm honored to be a part of the things that we have done over the years. Mm-hmm. 
And I would imagine, Coralette, that um, a big issue in public safety in our region specifically is there's a pretty high turnover rate, correct? So it's hard to focus in on that community-centered approach if there's people coming in who aren't as familiar with the community that they're serving. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the issue with that, you have high turnover rates. There aren't, there's a lack of consistency. And then there's also a lack of funding. So if we don't have secure spaces and secure areas in our community to address public safety, then how does the community thrive? You know, how can the community feel safe? Mm-hmm. How can the community towards economic development and all of the other things that we have prioritized? You know, all of it comes down to community wellness. And we believe that public safety is a major part of that um, piece. It's the foundation. And so, you know, this is really important work that we're doing here. Absolutely. Um, We just have a few minutes left, so I wanted to make sure we could spend some time, Serena, talking about the events that uh, the working group has put on to raise awareness in the community for MMIP and any upcoming events that might be on the horizon. Yeah, um... So last year, on um, actually May 5 was declared as the MMIP Awareness Day, um, and so we had our walk on, on that day on May 5, and there was uh, different agencies throughout Bethel that were involved. Um, we partnered with TWC, ONC, um, and other people came, like the Alaska State Troopers, the city, um, and just other people in, at ABCP that um, came and participated. We um, are gearing up right now to plan for this year's MMIP Awareness Walk. Um, the date is yet to be determined, um, but we also um, will have a table at our annual Kids Day, which will happen in April, which is April Child Abuse Awareness Month, um, where the guide will be available for anyone interested in viewing um, or learning more about it. Great. And so where can people go in the meantime to learn more about the work that you're doing or keep up to date with all of these events? Um, On the ABCP website, um, you can find the MMIP guide or you could um, follow that link, mmip-yk.org. Or um, you can... uh, find us on Facebook as well. I mean, there's like so much information out there. You just have to Google MMIP, MMIW um, to find that information. Yeah, we'll definitely have uh, all of the upcoming events and more uh, details about how the public can join in on the events on the ABCP Facebook page. So you should be seeing, you know, some series of flyers and information with dates, locations, and all that good stuff. We've had, last year was, I, I unfortunately wasn't here last year, but the turnout was really great, and the working group did such a great job in partnership with the other organizations and programs. So uh, I get to be here this year, so I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah, I did attend the walk last year, and it was very impactful. Um, We just have about 
two minutes left, so was there anything else that you feel is important to get out there before we wrap it up? Oh, just re-sharing, you know, the information about how to um, learn more about MMIP. There's so much you can find uh, on the Internet if you just Google MMIP or MMIW. Um, again, the website is www.mmip dash yk.org there's also things like news releases on our avcp website um and if anybody ever has any questions you know there feel free to call avcp and ask to speak speak with one of us awesome well thank you so much Corlette, serena and melanie for coming on the show today and for all the work that you're doing in our region thank you for having us thank you That was Mary-Kate Dolan speaking with AVCP's Missing and Murdered Indigenous Peoples Group members, Melanie Fredericks, Coralette Coralette Waite, and Serena Soulsby. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee at KYUK. Good morning. This is Coffee at KYUK.